Protecting our finances online has become more difficult since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, when we switched our lives online to work, study and shop from home during movement restrictions. The recent spate of programs on streaming services, including Netflix's The Tinder Swindler, Bad Vegan and Inventing Anna, have served to highlight the issue, showing us just how easy it is to trick people into giving up their life savings to a scammer. Since 2020, online scams have surged around the world, according to cybersecurity experts. But what are the red flags? And how can you tell if an SMS, a website, or even a social media post is genuine? Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Felicity Glover, the personal finance editor at The National. Joining me today is Salah Suleiman, the UAE sales manager at internet content security company Trend Micro who's here to talk about online scams and how to protect your hard-earned money. Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favourite podcasting app. Welcome to the show, Salah. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So from the Tinder swindler to Bad Vegan and Inventing Anna, there's been a spate of recent shows that have highlighted the dangers of being scammed. Has there been a rise in scams since the start of the pandemic? And if so, what has caused it? Well, uh, those documentaries and shows are quite entertaining. But, uh, of course, the dangers of being scammed are very real and serious. And uh, what these OTT shows uh, have shown us is that anyone can be targeted. Uh, Cyber criminals can aim for individuals who are either average bystanders or very low well-known figures in the public eye. They simply uh, do not discriminate and they are very unpredictable. Uh, also, online threats will always be a constant challenge for individuals and enterprises, uh, no matter if it uh, is uh, because of a health crisis or uh, global events. And malicious actors will keep looking for different ways to attack and people everywhere must always remain alert. Uh, now, if you look at uh, Trend Micro's annual cybersecurity report for 2021, you will find that uh, email-based attacks, which are one of the most common methods for bad actors, have evolved into a more complex threat. While Trend Micro security solutions detected and blocked more than 25 million email threats, and phishing attempts actually uh, nearly doubled from the 2020 numbers. Out of those threats, 62% of them were from spam emails, while the rest were from credential phishing attempts. And because of the ongoing developments in the pandemic, we also witnessed over 8 million COVID-related threats throughout last year. So having said all this, are we seeing a rise of such threats regarding the pandemic? Definitely we are, but keep in mind this is just one of the many vulnerabilities that cyber criminals are looking to exploit. Thank you. And you mentioned emails and phishing as, you know, being quite common. What other types of online scams are there? Phishing uh, scams are very common in today's digital world. Uh, Alongside this, uh, there are text message scams, online shopping scams, uh, lottery scams, email scams, even the crypto scams are there. So there are many types of scams out there. Okay, and can you describe some of them, how they work? You mentioned shopping scams. How does that work? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, in a phishing scam, uh, bad actors or scammers will pose as a real company or organization and create fake websites designed to steal your bank information, passwords, and other personal data. Uh, in text messaging scams, your mobiles will receive what looks like uh, legitimate text from well-known companies. These messages will contain links that will install malicious apps or lead you to phishing sites to compromise your credentials. Uh, then we look at the online shopping scams. Trustors will create shopping websites that will try to attract you with discounts and sales and so on. However, after the transaction has taken place, you will never receive the items that were ordered. Also, you won't be able to refund the amount as well. Uh, now, regarding email scams, uh, there are disguised as legitimate emails, and they look uh, very convincing. They may pretend to be from your bank or a streaming website, and their aim is for you to either click on phishing links or have you open malicious accounts. In the modern day digital world, there are, of course, investment, lottery, and crypto scams. These scams will use celebrity endorsements and promise you risk-free returns, which can trick people to download harmful apps or entering their personal information on unfamiliar websites. Okay, so is there a type of person then or a personality that fraudsters are targeting? If so, what do they look for? Or is it just a matter of, you know, spreading their net as wide as possible and hoping that they get, you know, a few people that click on, you know, a phishing link or, or a, a rogue website or something like that? Fraudsters are always well prepared and do their homework before they target any victim. They will look for individuals who respect authority, for example, and common scams are conducted by bad actors who pretend to be authority figures or a government agency. But remember, government offices will rarely call citizens to conduct any type of business. They will never demand a quick payment. And cyber criminals will also look for individuals who get along with other or are seen as people pleasing. And they will take advantage of your kindness. For example, if you receive an email from what looks like your boss asking you to buy expensive gift cards for them, as they plan on reimbursing you, uh, you later, uh, fraudsters would uh, have already used those gift cards before you even suspect the fraud. Uh, another personality trait uh, they look for is to see if you are a little too friendly, especially on social media. So your intentions may be pure, but it's best to limit your social media contacts to people you have met or talked or seen regularly. And uh, as we have seen in those OTT shows, fraudsters love attaching themselves to lonely people. And many scam victims were reported to feel very lonely or isolated from family and friends. Uh, this can become a gold mine for criminals. Oh, that's interesting. It's hard not to click on things, isn't it? And so with that in mind, how can people avoid falling victim to these online predators? Yeah, so one of the ways to avoid online shopping scams, for example, uh, before you try to purchase an item through a social media ad, do a bit of basic online research with uh, 
the store's name and check reviews of the retail website to get a, a clear idea. See if there are user complaints or other obvious red flags, such as grammatical errors in the product description. It's also wise to be suspicious if a small shop can offer big discounts than well-established brands or stores. In other words, uh, if it looks too good to be true, then it probably is. Another trick is selecting a portion of the text from the shop website and doing a quick Google search and see if uh, other online stores share the same content. Uh, this could be another sign uh, of uh, Now for the text message related uh, scams, uh, simply never post your phone number publicly in the internet. And that goes for any social media website uh, or app. Another thing is uh, to enable the multi-factor authentication features on your device for all your messaging apps. This is a very useful free feature which can help you protect your information. Actually, I'm really surprised how most people do not use this specific feature. Finally, if you are contacted by a friend that asks you for money, first try calling your friend to confirm it is really him who is asking for the money. Those are really good tips. Thank you. And what other clues are there to help listeners spot fake profiles, emails, and SMS messages, for example? There are a few red flags that will stand out more than others and make it easier for people to avoid major threats. Like scammers through online stores may have more than 100 user complaints posted in public portals, which usually highlight the issue of undelivered packages. Uh, Another sign is that products are not displayed on the website. They only have direct links to the products, and most likely the links are from social media advertisement. For the phishing emails, the message is seen to be sent through a public email domain like uh, Gmail or Yahoo.com. Usually, there is no legitimate organization will contact you with public domain addresses. If you even look closely, you'll find the domain name of the email address will be misspelled. And just like the online shopping scams, the emails themselves will have grammatical errors. Scammers also love to make you feel anxious by creating the sense of urgency in their messaging. For example, if the email is from your workplace, uh, it's best to call the sender or speak to your colleagues to confirm if the email is legitimate. And even if it is, most likely the sender will follow up on the email by calling you instead. So all of these can also be applied to SMS fraud as well. If they consist of similar characteristics like email scams or come from unfamiliar numbers, it's best to avoid them completely. I think that could explain why a lot of people don't pick up their phones when they ring in the UAE, perhaps if they don't recognize a number. So finally, Salah, what best practices can people follow online to avoid any contact with fraudsters? I mean, it is really difficult, I understand, but there must be some other things that we can do to protect ourselves and our money. Apart from what we have discussed, uh, it's very important to adopt safer cybersecurity practices. Uh, From an organization perspective, implementing cybersecurity technology is one thing, uh, but they must also educate and train their employees on better cybersecurity awareness. 
many scams take place due to human error and the lack of understanding of modern threats. So education on the rising cybersecurity risks is as important as the tools that we use to protect our devices or personal information. Now, from uh, the individual user level, you must always be cautious, even if an email or other types of messages are coming from familiar accounts, you must always double or triple check the legitimacy of the sender. Again, uh, you need to purchase and install cybersecurity solutions for all your devices and must take a proactive role in protecting your digital assets. In other words, uh, reinforcing the cybersecurity stance is a cautious process. There are too many fraudsters out there in the digital world, and you must do your best to protect yourself with the best solutions and healthy cybersecurity habits. Thank you this week to Salah Suleiman of Trend Micro. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at pfatthenational.ae. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your podcasting app to receive weekly updates. And also leave us a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan, and I've been your host, Felicity Glover.